My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nudas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Jesse, And I'm Natalia. And that's it, baby. Because guess what it is? It's the hit my elbow hit list um that's right literal hit list yeah the literal actually that really hurt um no it's the hit list that's right the hit list if you're new to this podcast welcome thank you the hit list is a there's normally four of us on here but the hit list is something that jesse and i do to give everyone else a little break to talk about stuff that only we were ever going to watch yeah anyway because we like Mm, a little bloodier things than the yeah we like the dark stuff we like the horror stuff we like we're nice so we don't make them watch it and talk that's right we're not gonna force them to watch things that they don't want to watch to begin Mm -hmm. with um yeah and another thing you should know about jesse and i we both loved season one of the show sweet home like loved 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 loved. like top 10 loved like so mm-hmm. we were very and excited about we were this. very excited when they finally you know were like guess what baby guess what baby it's just for you we have sweet home season two it's been a couple years but we're back don't worry about it we've got sweet home season two like literally i rated sweet home season one 10 out of 10 like i, I gave thought- it i think a nine and a half yeah but but I don't give a lot of tens, so that's true. I don't yeah, either. So. Like it's, it, I, we say this as though I give like a like a huge amount of. Tens. I really don't. It's a very like, com- like comparative to how many I've seen, mm-hmm. the amount of tens that I've given is not a huge amount. But like, I do have a my drama list that's like specifically top ten dramas, and mm-hmm. Sweet Home is on that. So yeah. that's like how how much I loved it. Mm-hmm. Like it's. Like when you when you go to my list, it seems like I've rated a lot ten because I have uh-huh. thirty nine like, ten rated dramas. The percentage the in percentage how, like, out of how many watch. I've seen, yeah, it's not that many. It's true. So very um, true. So we were both very pumped when yeah. they were like, "Guess what, baby? Not only yeah. was Sweet Home season two dropping, finally the strike was over, so we didn't have to watch it and not." No, yeah, we're about. lucky because this would have been real hard oh. for me. <laughs> Like, I just wouldn't have, like, we would probably just, like, go ahead and, like, recorded this episode and then, like, and then just, like, wait, could, like, release it. But yeah. still, like, oh. oh, I'm so glad oh. that we get to talk about it. Oh. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, um, there will be spoilers in this episode because we watched the entire show and are going to talk about it. So if you were yes. planning on watching it, um, go watch it first, I guess, if you don't yeah. want to be spoiled. If you don't care about spoilers or we're planning on watching it and just love listening to us talk about stuff, mm-hmm. welcome. It's gonna get fun. But I think we sort of have to, like, before we talk about Sweet Home 2, we sort of have to, like, talk about Sweet Home 1 a little because I feel like they're very, it's not like different stories happening in the same universe. Like, it's a direct continuation. Like, Mm -hmm. literally, the last scene of Sweet Home 1 is the first scene (laughs) of Sweet Home 2. Like, it's. It, um, it goes pretty seamlessly in. Yeah. I was very tempted, but I just didn't have time. I really wanted to watch Sweet Home 1 again. I was also tempted to do that, but But no, I didn't no have time. time. Like, because, like, no. Sweet Home 2 just dropped. Like, we're recording this literally a week after it dropped. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I... We didn't have... 
Yeah. That much yeah, I didn't plan it right. I, I guess I yeah. could have watched like, Sweet I, like, Home. Like, I could have. But... I could, like, listen. We could have done so but, many things. But, but also, like, what, like, end of October or, like, middle of October is when they announced that this was going mm-hmm. to happen. So, like, even then, like, it's like, oh, uh, well. And also, we only decided really to do this episode, like, two weeks ago. That's true. Yeah. We little lifting the veil we only planned <laughs> december's episode Behind like the two days before december 1st came out so listen listen uh, it's we, been uh, rough it's a, we, uh, we were a little behind on the scheduling this time. <laughs> you know how it it's is. a crazy listen. time, it's a weird time you'll probably be be able to hear how crazy the time is uh, outside of my window so sorry about no, that if you don't worry about it listen some... if you hear something no you don't don't worry about it. <laughs> We're just gonna about talk it. about really death and destruction yeah. while and, hey, uh, holiday perfect, cheer listen, is like going on. It's outside. the perfect soundtrack, I guess. <laughs> um, like, perfect. No, the the only sounds that you could hear outside of my apartment today were tow trucks and Montreal tow trucks and Montreal like snowplows have the wildest sirens you've ever heard. <laughs> it. They are not normal noises by any stretch of the imagination. They would have fit. Hmm. right in in the sweet home universe um so anyway let's get back let's get back okay. to it so sweet home follows this uh this guy whose family's dead and he moves into a shitty apartment complex and he's like i'm just gonna move here and commit suicide so i can join my family um his plan goes awry when uh suddenly the apocalypse happens uh and people just start turning into monsters and yeah. monsters are killing people. And he's now stuck in this apartment building with a bunch of people who may or may not be turning into monsters at any point in time. Mm-hmm. And they're all fighting for their life. But then he does kind of turn into a monster, but yeah. he's the first one that they found who can control his monster urges and then uses mm-hmm. his monsterization to fight other monsters for the people in his building. Um, that's a very succinct but very accurate synopsis. It is. It's very good. Of Sweet like Home it. One. Uh, a lot of other stuff happens. Like, mm. I like I had for like there was the, the show starts with like a recap of like, here's what you missed on Glee, but it was yeah. like, here's what you missed last <laughs> season. Um, I had almost like kind of forgotten about the preacher guy from season one. And I was oh, like, yeah, oh yeah. shit, his death was so sad. I forgot about that. that was yeah, there was some. Yeah. For a three year old show. Um, they also did some interesting because the way that this, uh, the building is set up, it's like one of those apartments on top and then actual like, like places like restaurants and like, businesses and okay. stuff at the bottom. So like you had people who lived there and had like, a home there and then you also had workers who were trapped there so like yeah. there was like they kind of like hinted and played towards that as well mm-hmm. within the show um, and there was also like yeah. people who worked there who owned who like who lived there who owned the businesses that yeah were in there and you know to further or lesser degrees um and it let's let's be very frank the show's kind of fucked up okay yes. It's vi- but like it's fucked up in a very like bloody monster slasher kind of way. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like a show where you're like I don't think 
for myself personally, it's not a show that was particularly frightening because all of it is taking place inside a realm that is so devoid of the reality yeah. of existence in real like it's why I don't find like alien movies frightening. Sure. Because it's like they're currently, you know, Martians aren't landing on the earth right now. And people aren't turning into yeah. gigantic, you know, rage beasts uh, and slime like monsters and tentacle yeah. eye, yeah. you know, like mm -hmm. fanged creatures. So it's like, this isn't scary. It's more just like, you're like, oh, what, what special effects are they going to like, mm -hmm. how are they going to creatively kill these people now? Sure. And I think, like, it also kind of helps, like, in the... I'm not going to say that, like, ev I think everybody would be able to be like, this isn't scary. I think a lot of people yeah. will watch this and think it's scary. Um, but, like, the monsters are so drastically different. No mm -hmm. monster is the same. Mm -hmm. um, because it plays into, like, kind of who they are or who they were as human beings as well. Um, so, like, it, there's a lot of, like, interest things about it like you can like look at the design and so like there's like more you're like wanting to look at the monsters because yeah. you're like oh this is an interesting design and also just like any good uh horror film the true horror lives in men the human hearts. you know in the, in the, <laughs> the human in the, the darkness within so like all, the scariness you know? of it is within that um, but it does have a lot of gore. It does have a lot of blood. There is suicide. Mm -hmm. So there yeah. are like some trigger warnings. And especially with the second season, um, if you are not a fan of guns and yeah. people being shot or tortured or shot like child death, like it's, this isn't going to be a show. Yeah, you're you. not going to be able to watch it. So keep that in mind. Uh, and if you can't even hear about it, you can turn this episode off. Don't yeah. worry about it. We won't Absolutely. hold it against you. Um, but if that, you know, if you're going to be okay listening to it, please keep listening um because season two oh boy does it start <laughs> hog wild so like at the end of season one it's like everything has fallen apart they've all escaped well not all of them all the people who are still living have escaped there's like mm -hmm. one main girl who's like supposed like 19-ish years old her, br her brother has like sacrificed himself but she's not convinced he's dead so she's got severe PTSD. We've got this other girl who promised to take care of her. Song Kang's character, mm -hmm. who's the half monster, he's been taken by the government. There was this other guy that showed up who was also a half monster, who then embodied the body of a gangster who was killed. Um, who, like, his... And he's now like, like, hey, buddy, I'm here to bust you out. And Song Kang's like, I did not ask wait, you to do wait, this. Wait, Please stop. <laughs> Hold up. Um, then you have... Um, Lisa Young's character, best character in the mm -hmm. first season, uh, who's a firefighter who's looking for her fiance, who's a scientist for the government. Um, she's on a rampage. She's pregnant and she's pissed, okay? Yeah. She's going to get to the bottom of this fucking thing. And then they introduce my favorite character, <laughs> my new favorite character in the show. They are pretty um, good. I like them. I know who yeah. you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Young, who I love seeing Jung Jin Young. Mm -hmm. He's always a good time. As this beleaguered soldier, like not yeah. like a not like not like a like a like a career soldier, but like some guy who was obviously just doing his military service at yeah, the basically. wrong time. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he's like the most moral straight laced guy 
who's always looking to do the right thing, who just mm-hmm. sort of like takes charge of all these people from the apartment, the apartment complex. Um, yeah. He'd have been better off without him. Just <laughs> like they got <laughs> nothing but problems this entire fucking show. Listen, he had a duty he had and he was it. going he, to do was, it, you know? He's literally the only person in this show with a moral compass still left <laughs> that's just like, oh, he's tra- he's doing his best, okay? It's like basically the only one with like hope. He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I think things can get better. Like, if we all work together and everyone's just There's like, are you a vaccination happening soon? Like, everyone's oh like, are you fucking crazy? Like, what are you talking Meanwhile, about? Meanwhile, everybody's so jaded and just, yeah. just like, come on, guys. Terrible. And you're like, come on. <laughs> but not in like an annoying way, in sort of like, you feel bad for him way. Because mm-hmm. every society to function, especially a society in crisis, needs a character needs someone like that within it otherwise everything collapses because yeah. you know everyone else has given into nihilism at this point and he's like Come on, guys <laughs> guys and like, guys especially with those like main characters this season like as opposed to last season where they were joining forces together to fight the creatures they very much kind of split apart to fend yeah. for themselves whether they did it intentionally because they just didn't want to be associated with the people or more, or like you have like the one character who's looking for her brother. So she's going to look for him no matter what. And it's not like necessarily that she's like, I hate everybody around me. It's just like, you all are stopping me and I am on this crusade to find him. So I'm going to push you away. So that was like the drastic difference between the two, especially like that, like it became less about, all of us coming together and fighting these things to like everyone fend for yourself let's go what's so interesting is since this is going to be a trilogy what i like Mm -hmm. about the second part of any trilogy is and i think this is the the thing that i feel like a lot of people who are watching it perhaps don't understand about things that are meant to be a trilogy Mm -hmm. is that the first thing of a trilogy you have to kind of end on a upper note like there's hope Mm -hmm. at the end of the first one okay and then the third one you have to end either with everyone dead or with a with hopeful with a hopeful thing as well because that's how you finish a story but the middle part of any trilogy is where everything needs to go to shit yep especially in a story like this and so i feel like people aren't really understanding that that's the purpose of this is to transition between two hopeful bookends is to show how everything absolutely is self-destructive in the middle it's like think of like the original star wars trilogy like in the first one it ends all hopeful with them getting their medals like ooh. but then the second one it it ends like he's lost he's lost a hand Mm -hmm. he just his whole life is collapsing He's going to disappear. Han Solo's frozen in carbonite. Like, and then the third one, they're all having a party with the teddy bears. You know what I mean? Like, so the second one is the glue that combines season one and three together. And so I've seen a lot of bizarre takes uh, about this season. They are bizarre, especially when you compare it to the fact that like, we're in a different place. Like, Mm -hmm. so it's not like they're still at the building and we have this like home ground like 
there's mm-hmm. different characters, but like we're it's like a whole different area because now it's like a lot of it is focused on how the military is doing stuff and the military is working to kind of like take these monsters down by any means and how the like the play of people with that power what they do with that power Mm -hmm. so it's a drastically different like playing field and so it's like there's no way for it to be like the first one because it's just such a it's like a different like land and like there has to be these kinds of things like especially because this is just like what would also happen kind of in real life too so it's like a very like realistic kind of transition but you also need it just to like have more like things to play with because you've already established and had kind of like the end of the first part so what are you going to do in this part that makes it different than the last part and i think just make the same story yeah you can't and i think the transition was pretty good especially how they ended season one you start to get the trickle of the society outside yeah like they're season one was so contained yeah they were so like in this like little bubble and then they're like oh this is what's happening and then you get the like the Mm -hmm. sense of the military and what what's kind of happening and how the rest of society is dealing yeah yeah that like thing and so like you're just gonna naturally have it proceed this way so like i just i didn't get like where people were coming from like i'm not entirely sure what people were expecting is my i don't know confusion like because i saw i've seen a lot of people who liked it but i've seen a lot of people who really really hated it and everyone is entitled to their opinion that's fine but i i just don't understand their criticisms of it because to me it was a very solid centerpiece of a greater catastrophe tale because yeah. with every like because so the first the first season was the setup of how this catastrophe exists right yeah it's the so, very beginning of it the very beginning we of don't know much about it and so and then the second one is so it's basically the inciting the first one if we look at it as sort of an inciting incident right like monsters mm-hmm. arrive and this is how this one small group of people has reacted to it and then that's mm-hmm. expanding it to society as a whole essentially at this point to be how has this now outside of this small group that we've introduced how is this now affecting everything around them so this is Mm -hmm. the point where they're at and then in the third piece is how you resolve the problem right so it's like you introduce a problem you show the effects of the problem and then you solve the problem and so they very very succinctly showed the effects of the problem for a long span of time for a large group of people and i thought very interesting like these characters that they introduced were very interesting Mm -hmm. to me and i thought they were like really well done like characters to choose like you have one this sort of crazy scientist who's been driven mad um, (laughs) and kind of wants to be a monster but is yeah, or at like least like crazy. the king of the monsters. He wants yeah. to be their father. He's, he's got a power like, trip situation. Like, yeah. He's like playing God, right? But like mm-hmm. then completely neutered by the fact that monsters don't give a shit if you yeah. want to be their king, right? And then you've got um, you know, these people, so you have like these factions forming within leftover human society, like one group of leftover human society between Mm -hmm. soldiers 
and civilians. And so you have like a really interesting like dichotomy between like the head soldier who's having problems with dissension in his own military ranks. And then you have the head of the civilian who's also having dissension within her, you know, the civilian things while also having tension with the soldiers, because obviously the soldiers do think that they're better than the civilians and so like you know they're imposing all of these rules and then not taking any like criticisms when the civilians are like we're not prisoners like they're like well i guess you don't want us to protect you anymore and it's like okay calm down jackboot like relax um and then it goes even like smaller you then it shows like the interpersonal problems that they have so then you know like problems between you know, the previous, the remaining members of the apartment complex who have different mm-hmm. views on how they should be living yeah. now. And then you also have, oh God, Lisa Young's character who, <laughs> who had the most traumatic pregnancy you've ever seen. I gotta be Wait. honest. Like there's like one, one like gore thing that <laughs> Natalia does not like. It's pregnancy stuff. <laughs> You're like, no, don't want it. No, thank you. No, thank you. Monster pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, she has a monster pregnancy. It's fucked up. It's no. fucked up. Fucked up. Fucked up. And then, yeah. And then you've got poor Saw King. <laughs> <laughs> He's just right. <laughs> he just wants to do the right thing, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's. But I think a lot of people were also really upset. That he disappears for half the show. Yeah, I think that, like, also probably was, like, a lot of, like, people's tension with it. Because it's very clearly not... This section is not about him, his character and him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not in it a lot. And um, even the the firefighter who's gets pregnant, she's not even in it a lot, no, too. They're, they're bookends. Um, they bookend yeah. the series, yeah. So, like, we get to, like, see a little bit more um, with the girl who is trying to find her brother and, mm-hmm. like, that kind of, like, area of this world, which I think is, like, a really interesting fun thing. Like, I was, mm-hmm. I really liked it. And I think it, like, played really well with the first part because um, it was a big, it's basically the same setup, too. Like, like, the show kept up with the fact that, like, out of everything yes the monsters may be killing people but like your actual greatest fear are these soldiers who are like killing people random and under the like guys of like oh they could be like they could be a monster um don't care that he just had leukemia so that's like why he looked like that was fucked up god he was so bad um but like you had that in the first like season two with like the shop owner who was just mm-hmm. like really terrible like there were like really terrible things there were and like, parallels. So, like, it, it did like it it kept up with that too so there wasn't that much of a drastic change that i thought like mm-hmm. didn't make it like enjoyable to Same. watch or like feel like it was like oh this is a little off on it being season two um no, and i personally like that especially because there there is um i obviously don't know much about the military uh in korea because i am not korean nor am i in the military so um so but like i think they did add in little bits about what the military is and how 
the like how there were people in there who were very clearly just not even cut out to be in the military no matter what but they're like yeah. at that point the they're like they're, the they're stuck there but then you also have the people who like may not be good people who are now in the military and now they get that power and then you have yeah. the people who just genuinely are not smart so the actions may seem terrible but it's because they genuinely just aren't smart enough to handle yeah. this situation but then you also have like the few that are like I am a military person and I'm yeah. trying to keep this up. So it was like really interesting to see that because I think like it hinted towards things that are problems with the military. Itself, like if you yeah. watch like something like DP where like mm -hmm. the things you see in that, like you kind of got that hint towards it in that. So I thought that was like kind of an interesting thing yeah. to kind of put into this as well. Um, that like, I think really like added to everything because like in these shows, like these type of shows, like, especially, like, any sort of, like, where you turn into a creature zombie, the government always becomes, like, the bad the villain. people. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, it worked really well, even though it's, like, a trope that just, like, keeps happening. It, it's, it's a cliche, but it doesn't feel like a cliche because it yeah. rings true. Let's be real here. Yeah, like, absolutely. I mean, like, and it, like, it definitely... I will say that like it's an interesting thing to watch now post like we're not post pandemic but like yeah, you know like yeah you know there's yourself. like scenes of them like you know where it's like are you human or are you not you need mm -hmm. to cut yourself and it's just it's very like the segregation of everyone but like also yeah. the segregation of like the monsters and like the monsters aren't turning into monsters because they're bad people like some of yeah. the monsters are bad people but it's not that's not why they're turning into monsters. And so you have that, like, that mm -hmm. added element into it that kind of just creates a lot of just, like, yeah. really messy but, like, interesting play. It's true. I feel this might just be me extrapolating. But I have a sneaking suspicion that people did not like the kid character that they introduced, uh, the firefighter's daughter monster. I have a sneaking suspicion that's part of what okay. perhaps people weren't into. But I, I that. thought that was a really interesting addition to mm -hmm. the show. So for anyone who hasn't watched it, basically the firefighter gives birth to a toddler. Mm -hmm. um, and this kid is a monster who looks fully human, but she can turn people into monsters when she touches them. Yeah. And every every time she gets severely injured, she ages. So, um, and initially, the firefighter lady tries to abandon her um, because she's she can't she has, doesn't have it in her heart to kill her yeah. as a monster. And so, Song but Kang she still doesn't like that she's a monster. She hates yes. actively that she's a monster. Yes. she's different. Yeah. And so um, Song Kang's character, Hyunsu, basically adopts this kid. Mm -hmm. But then after a couple months, the mom really repents for this yeah. and goes back to help. And then things go awry. And yeah. um, they're almost murdered by some thugs, you know, just mm -hmm. jackboot men by some men. Men. Men, men being men. <laughs> shooting arrows at a little kid who doesn't even look like a monster i just need to point this out she just looks like a little kid so there's absolutely no reason for them mm -hmm. to be yeah. doing this shit 
and then that's when her mom finds out that when she touches someone, she can turn them into a monster who then becomes part of her own personal little army. Mm-hmm. And it's very fascinating because you see this from this other side, this, this monster who looks fully human and hates humans yeah and has an actual valid reason she's very self-aware she's very self-aware and she's very Mm -hmm. practical and like logical with because no human's ever been nice to her her own mother wanted to murder her yeah mother's a human and so the only people who've ever been nice to her are monsters so why should humans exist if i can just turn them all into monsters and so she's a little bit of a sociopath i'd say but like an understandable one um yeah she's yeah i think that like what's interesting with her too is that she's like the complete opposite of song kang's character mm-hmm. but like they're similar so like yeah. he the foil like, mm-hmm. they both are monsters and they both are the ones who can control their monsterness like to an extent but song kang's character was human before he became monster and she's never, never been, been human, human before she has a monster mm-hmm. and but they both are outcasts too like song king's character was always an outcast so he like he knows that kind of like darkness Mm -hmm. that she is experiencing but she is experiencing it through the world of not being a human being this monster who Mm -hmm. is now always being attacked by humans constantly and he also had kind of like interesting play to see them together as well like and he had he had some before becoming a monster he had a family that loved him. Mm-hmm. Like, he did love his family. That's why he was going to commit suicide when they all died, even though he had a strange relationship with them. And he had humans that loved him. Even as a half-monster, some of the residents of the building yeah. genuinely did love him as a person. Um, but she doesn't have any of that because she only knows monsters who do her bidding her mother who tried to murder her and her half monster adoptive father who is very kind to her, but doesn't understand her as a yeah. creature. And it's, I found, I found her such a fascinating addition. Weird pregnancy trauma aside. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, like, yeah. no, it's so like, listen, I can't do it. It's so bad. Like even when, like my, when my sisters were pregnant and they'd be like, Oh look, like, you can see the baby's moving. I'm like, like no, 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 no. no, I don't want to see it. Get it away from well, me. Well, it also worked with this, uh, like this part of the story as well, because we're seeing a lot of like new monsters mm-hmm. happening, and not just like they just randomly show up, like yeah. new actual baby monsters being born, and like mm-hmm. like other things happening. So there's a lot of this like kind of creation of what is happening to the monsters that we didn't really get to see. Like, so it yeah. may have been happening in season one but we never saw it because we could only see outside the doors a little bit like sometimes we never got to see Mm -hmm. past the premise of the like apartment but i think that like there's like this kind of like generation like there's like this regrowth of the monsters trying to yeah evolution um, sort of uh, yeah the evolution of like the monsters um with what is happening with the humans because the humans are starting to do vaccinations they're starting to Mm -hmm. figure out like the little things that you can tell if someone's like a monster or not like they're picking up on it so like the monsters are like now actively like trying to figure out but you also have enough monsters 
who have already changed that like they could however the monsters like happen they could be like breeding monsters too like it's not yeah. like there's just like only four monsters around to like no they can, new ones. So like, now there are monsters of them. having baby monsters and like, like the monsters that we saw in the last season are showing up in this season as well too yeah. so they haven't all been taken out so they're they have like enough to like mm-hmm. keep on kind of like breeding this monster like yeah. so there's a lot of like new birth and new like generation mm-hmm. of like monsters in this so like her, like that whole pregnancy thing kind of just like ties into it in yeah. like, like a a it was a very like stark, thing. obvious yeah. metaphor for what's <laughs> happening in society really as a whole. Didn't like. Oh no, because like for anyone who wasn't ever gonna watch it, like she falls through the ice and then like gives birth while drowning, and like she doesn't it's drown, a- but like she was mid drowning, and then she like drags it's herself out of the ice and up. like the. Yeah, and then, like, the kids, like, she drags herself out via her own umbilical cord, and then, like, the baby is, like, toddler-sized, like, eat, like, covered in, like, black goo, like, eating its own, like, placenta, and I'm like, ugh! I was like, no, please, I can't do this right now. Like, I can't do this. It was horrific. Like, but, like, horrific in a way that's so monster movie like yeah. fucked up horrifying that it's almost like ludicrous at the same time it's so much like it's yeah. so much that you're just like okay calm down like yeah <laughs> relax relax okay but it was just absolutely oh, i loved it. i loved it i don't listen i don't know i don't know what I really I liked know, it. I like on a whole. Like, yeah. Mm. I found that it was like, like, especially since there's, if this was it and there was no season three coming out next summer, which there is, and I'm pretty sure they've mm-hmm. probably already filmed it because Song Kang's going to the military soon. So no, they have to, because there would be no way to the post production and stuff. Like they yeah, there's, there's not enough. And they already said it like at the very end of the season. So it's coming it's back in the summer. It's like it's in post production yeah. right now. Like yeah, there's no way, no way with the amount of stuff. Um, and they actually do a lot of practicals in this. Yeah. Um. So there's just no way. <laughs> like yeah. that and the military for something. So like yeah, like there's just no way that it's not already like at least the principal filming isn't already done. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. there's, there's no way. Um. Like if if this had been it, I'd have been like, well, that's a weird way to end this. Like, but since it there was, is a yeah. third one, I'm like, this is like, because I thought it was. It, to be honest, when when Sweet Home One ended, you and I had the same discussion where I was like, oh, I guess they're making Sweet Home Two, and we both said, but if they never do, like that's fine. Yeah, it's like fine. it's fine to end it on that, like you yeah. know, what if note, right? Like, ooh, but like, I like knowing that there's another one coming out because if sure. it, it was well, one of those, it's like, oh, next season, but then it gets canceled. I'd be like, we were robbed of any, like, because <laughs> yeah. it does not end on any conclusion whatsoever. It's a pretty, like, it, yeah, it drastic. ends very much on a next time, <laughs> next time. it's coming to <laughs> home to roost type situation. Yeah. It goes, and that's the thing about like these middle parts of these trilogy things is this is all building towards a climax and yeah. season three is the climax. But season one, not knowing if they were getting a second yeah. season had to have its own climax as well. So mm-hmm. that even if that was the only thing you ever saw, sure. 
it would still be a satisfying entire piece. But this season doesn't actually have to have that. It can just be the middle, the middle chapters of a story. And then, because the next one's already coming. And I think that's, that's something that a lot of people perhaps don't realize about it, is that this is, this is the crescendo. Like, this is, mm-hmm. we haven't gotten to the denouement yet, right? Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to get some out. craziness. Like, yeah, it's going to yeah. go hog wild. I, yeah, I really like, think it's, it's going to go crazy. It's going to go ham. Like, it's everything, yeah. all the strings, you can see what's happening is you can see all these plot strings slowly coming together, yeah. but they haven't come together yet, which I think if you're trying to see this as a singular piece, rather than just a single block out of an p- entire set, um, it feels it would feel very unsatisfying. But I think the the problem is you need to see it as the middle of sure. a piece, not the, the whole of a piece. And yeah, I, I would definitely say that like this is not a like season that you could just like pick up on this, pick up this without season. seeing the first just, one. No, I don't think you get as much out of it there are parts of it sure that i think Mm -hmm. you could but i don't think on a whole like it just it feels too much like the middle of the middle of the story yeah this is the journey part of the story so like you're missing a lot you're like why are they on this journey what is happening so like Mm -hmm. it's it is something that you can't just like kind of pick up this is like this is like picking up book five of wheel of time out yeah, of 13 like, books and being like this is the one i'm gonna start with it doesn't it, it just obviously nothing's gonna make any sense it won't feel satisfying you won't feel connected to the characters but that's have you read the, the story the comic this i have not read the comic so i like i on. i know that season one did vary like a mm-hmm. little bit on the um timeline of things and maybe some characters were a little bit like larger than they were in the series um so I'm trying like I kind of want to watch or read it but I don't want to because I want to be not be spoiled for season yeah in case like it might be completely different where we're going because I do think that like the strong military presence was Mm -hmm. like part of part of it one of the bigger sections of the storyline so like yeah, I, I, I wonder how much it goes different, you mm-hmm. know? That would actually be really interesting. You know what? Maybe that'll be interesting for some time after the season three <laughs> yeah, comes out. Season when three, I can maybe. read it. You when I maybe can we could it, do we a hit list book club we could version and we could do yes. like a compare and contrast situation. Okay, let's do that. Let's right, do that. Listen, listen okay. to you, the audience. Hold us to it. We're gonna yeah, do it. Pester us. Send us emails. Um, so I only ever do this when I never listen. I'm this is terrible because like I respect the good work that directors do. Mm-hmm. I do, but I never look up who the directors of shit are until we're doing an episode <laughs> on it, and then I am shocked by the things that the directors have done. I love when that's the case, and you're like, Damn. and when I tell you this director, I just forget this director. Listen, he's been popping off for years, okay? <laughs> let me let me read you some of his. Uh, he started out, you know, he was making some drama specials, some dailies, and then he really popped off with Dream High and Dream High 2, all right? He was already on that sequel life. And you're thinking to yourself, oh, can I get better? Hell yeah. Because in 2012, 
he was part of school 2013 he directed that <laughs> shit too which was like what made that series popular was that year he's moving on he's doing great 2014 discovery of romance very different vibe in the way he's doing more drama specials 2016 he has a real back-to-back banger section because he directed back-to-back descendants of the sun and goblin mm-hmm. followed that up by joining the netflix harem with mr sunshine in 2018 then he does sweet home waits a year then he does jesse's favorite drama jerry son <laughs> Listen. If you're not a familiar listener, that's not Jesse's favorite drama. She's just she's she's not the biggest fan of Jirisan, but she watched the whole thing. And then I he's did. back. Then he's back for three two. He's been popping off for yeah. Years. Uh, so apparently, like this guy's been he's been putting in work. Mm-hmm. I have and... a sneaking suspicion his photo on MDL might not actually be him. Because he's supposed to be 55, and that's not a 55-year-old man. That must be an old photo. No. That's all I gotta say. But he's like, very but, clearly, Kim and Snook and him have a really great mm, professional relationship. Like, with being mm, in so many of her dramas as well. Mm, but it, uh, it does make sense. Like, yeah. there are something, lots of things that I do not like about Jerry Sound. But there are some things about Sweet It was Home, well like filmed. I could, yeah, like, like both I can, beautifully I see, filmed. Like you can see it as like, and you could like also see it mm-hmm. in like Goblin. Like it just you can see his director touch in this yeah. kind of. And world. I think that it, it's a good touch, like from what like yeah. from the vibe that we're getting. Um, Although Dream High little, was definitely well, dream, dream High. Like, listen, real banger. Dream High. Is, sure. Listen, he, started, he started so strong. Um, <laughs> yeah. Funny little side, little side thing. Okay. So there's like one of the soldiers is played by an actor named Yuk Jung So. And he, he's not even like one of the main soldiers. Mm-hmm. But like for some reason, TikTok thinks this guy is the hottest shit they've ever seen. Oh, he's TikTok. pretty good looking. Okay. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> When I tell you, my sister, I have one sister on TikTok. Shout out to Shanta. You know who you are. Um, she doesn't, she's watched exactly one gay drama in her life, which was Dr. Cha that she just randomly started on Netflix one day. I was like, oh, that was fun. And then she's watched one Korean movie with me, <laughs> which was Midnight, which she loved. But since I, she's on TikTok with me, and a little fun fact about Italia, Jesse can back this up. I no. infect everyone's TikToks with my shit. So yes. everyone just starts getting, anyone who sends me and receives TikToks from Why me regularly. doesn't it affect you with my stuff? It doesn't. That's not fair. No. I, it's a one-way street, baby. I just, Don't I send like my it. vibes outwards. <laughs> um, when I tell you, she sent me a sweet home thirst trap of this guy the other day <laughs> so because because she also sends me like for some reason wanho has found his way to her and she's like wait isn't this just that like muscle baby you like and i'm like <laughs> yes yes he is yes. actually yes that's wanho my baby he's my baby he's my sweet bean <laughs> but she was like what shows this guy from and i'm like oh shanta it's coming <laughs> Oh, Lord Chanta, you're not ready. You're not ready for this heat. 
Shanta, you're not ready. Shanta, uh-huh. he's from a, a show that he's probably gonna be killed and ripped to shreds. Like, like listen, sorry. He, he was in, like, six scenes, maybe. Like, he really, but I was like, but don't worry. Don't worry, Shanta. Like, lots of other, but listen, Shanta's not one who watches for, like, man candy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was just kind of funny where I was like, Shanta, why are you sending me like Korean actor thirst traps? What's happening? I love TikTok uh, for that though. They're so random. They're so with those thirst traps. No, my favorite. Okay, this is a real aside, but I love the Changbin to Madong Sook thirst trap yes. pipeline. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Oh my gosh. Um, those speaking kids. of thirst traps, however. Uh huh. Uh huh. For the anti-butt brigade, if you're fine with gore but uh, but against male booty, skip this. Yes. Uh, you're going to see you're going to see Not just male though. Talk. There are there is, there's one lady butt. butt. There is also a lady butt, but there is and there's a lot of dude but talk. Uh technically baby monster. But like that was that was CGI butt. Yeah. That doesn't CGI I mean, butt's not real butt. Okay, and also Okay, okay. Baby butt, not real butt. Yeah. Like that's not that's just a baby's butt who tips. Uh, but Song Kang's butts—that's gonna—that's gonna. Yeah, there's there's your shower oh, scene. Yeah. Okay. Here, here's okay. Okay, so for context to what I'm about to say, for anyone who hasn't seen it, he gets like captured, but he doesn't really get captured because he was going to the base anyway, like yeah, the military science base, and when they capture him, and when they capture him, he is fully clothed. Okay, mm-hmm. this is important mm-hmm. for me. But between him being captured and him being pulled into this like prison area for their experiments, they've fully denuded him. Like he's, listen, he's they naked. knew not going to be in like the next five episodes. Listen, so listen. here's here's <laughs> my question: just from a scientific point of view, why he had to be naked for that? What was the scientific Maybe reason for them to make him. him take his pants off? Maybe, and then and then he just has to stand there being covered shot. in blood. He could still be covered in blood wearing pants. It seemed he could. But... It seemed unnecessarily. <laughs> I'm just, I mean, you know, yeah. listen, I'm, yes. I'm just saying. Like I'm, I'm not anti ass. Okay, I'm not one of the anti ass <laughs> brigades. I'm like, oh, that was a nice butt. And then, and then after that, they then just like fire hose him. I'm like, this seemed just why couldn't he? Just, he wasn't fighting you. You could have like he was there willingly. You could have just showered normally. You just got fire hose him. <laughs> like he's there to help. I'm like, this just seems excessive. But like, but he also naked. Like he was wearing clothes. It's not like they had to give him any. He had pants when he came in. So <laughs> just. I was I was questioning like the last so it ends on an ass shot just for anyone wondering um, oh that's very true it, it ends it on ends an ass on shot the, of, the cliffhanger uh, ass yeah shot. The, cl- the cliffhanger ass shot the cliffhanger of, that um, you are like I'm just waiting for it to happen he's yeah, gonna like, come back listen, the, point is, the point of the whole show is that well, she's they also looking- have to have like like shot it because he's already in the military. Yeah, he's already, like, he? yeah, yeah, okay. I, yeah, I think so. Like, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, like, anyway, I'm pretty sure they, Lee Do Hyun, yeah, who is um, in you know, glory. Uh, yeah, he went on August 3rd, so he, he's kind of yeah, so yeah, 
He's got to already be going. And they he's already, got, they already, he's filmed, they already filmed this. Season three. Like, of course. Yeah, he's, so basically, so the whole season two is uh, Gomenzi's character, Lian Yu, is searching for her brother, Lian Hyuk, right? Who died, died, air quotes, um, in the in their original apartment complex. Because he um, sacrifices himself. He sacrificed himself because he knew he was turning. But then it ends with him being burst out of a giant monster sack full of squelchy slime in her credit she does not think he's going to be a human she is searching for him as a monster monster. so there is that she knows that it's possible but she and she's in her heart hoping yeah because he sacrificed himself in a sacrifice uh that he will be like song kang Mm -hmm. so like a half monster sort of hybrid situation um which does look like that will be the case, but no. uh, he gets he gets squelchily birthed from a monster <laughs> egg sack, uh, and is just sort of like just standing there, buns out, <laughs> just looking at Again, the devastation the like I'm here, I'm back, baby. <laughs> they um, gotta get that trope thing. You know? <laughs> they, gotta, they, gotta, they gotta get that ass in there. But I was just like. I was like, yeah, like that makes sense. That makes sense why he's naked. I do think he's and been gestating in a monster sack that for a one, while. The the female because she also turned. Yeah, she into was also a gestating so, like, into a monster. The like birth aspect of everything. Yes. I get that. I get that. Like, he, he would be like, but, but there was King. still no reason but, for Song okay. King to be naked in that dungeon. Devil's <laughs> Advocate, they don't see him as human. That's true. So, therefore, they're not, they're treating him like he's an animal. They're not giving yeah. him the necessities. Like, they're I, not, like, I allowing understand. him to, yeah. But, but it seems like, but no, here's still. my thing, though. It's like, it seems like they're all very terrified of him as well, because they're convinced that he keeps on winning. Like, like he, they do yeah, those, like, like, essentially, like, cage fights, like, yeah. to see if he'll, but, like, like and also the monster yeah so like who who was tasked with making him take off his pants the one guy from it's okay not to be okay the... i guess but like the doctor, he only met him like... the doc yeah the doctor who's but he's the only one who'd I mean, be like yeah let me get them pants off like he's got i mean fight. you never know you never know he's a little creepy he's a little he's a little creepy i will admit but you know like, what was just it was just i was just sitting there not like, to divert us from the, the butts of it all yeah. um mm-hmm. We haven't talked about your favorite couple in the show. Okay. Okay. We're going to divert. So, okay. Technically, there's not actually any real couples in this show. All right. No. I, need to I mean, like, I guess out. there's like technically the possibly um, the girl and Song Kang's character. There is something maybe. Something there. But yeah. Or there's and then tension. also. The, there's the also tension between the moral cop. Yeah. The moral cop and the girl. Like it's setting up a sort of like a really fucked up love triangle that's really not going to go anywhere. But that's not the point. No, there was there was a spark of romance. Okay, <laughs> I can listen. I can this find the, the spark of romance spark in the romance. darkest of places because I have an indomitable <laughs> BL spirit within me. Okay, where there's a um, will, there's a way. Where there's a will, there's a, will, there's a way. So one of the head soldiers. <laughs> played by Kim Moo-hyul his character name is Kim Young-ho has like he's like the second in command of the soldiers and he has a second in command played by Ho Nam-jun okay 
And when I tell you every conversation that wasn't business with them was tension filled <laughs> because like they would just be sitting like in their cars talking about like, oh, we're running out of bullets. Oh, we need to go get more fuel. And suddenly be like, oh, Sarge. Like, and they're always alone. They're always, they're always alone. alone they'd be, like, be like, oh, Sarge, like all the other soldiers are like dating. Like, are you dating anyone? He's like, what? I don't have time to date anyone. He's like, oh yeah, me neither. Me neither. And I'm just like, I'm like, come on, buddy. Come, come, on. come on. You can do come it. Confess, confess. We believe The world you. is ending. Confess. Just do it. Listen, if there's if there's a time to let homophobia fly out of your body and just live your true life, I think this no. is the time, right? Like, <laughs> this is it, right? And we didn't yeah. even get, oh, there's even a part we didn't even get into. There's also a cult. Oh, yeah. There's cult eventually. Cult. I, like, I was like, oh, man, cults happen eventually. Especially yeah, like the shows that we pick up for the hit yeah. list. Like, cults really always happen. Cults always yeah. happen. There's a fake priest. Mm-hmm. who's i don't know what his angle is because like money means nothing anymore yeah but like he's you know power is he's power, scamming yes. he's scamming the catholics you know uh yeah. he's formed a little cult of his own but he's he's a real nihilist piece of shit but like what else are you gonna do right mm-hmm. um oh my god there's so like there's just these little plot lines these little yeah. things that happen that are just incredible um and so fun to watch but like everything's sort of a cult of personality in this they're all living in like the basement tunnels of a collapsed soccer stadium is Mm -hmm. essentially the setting that they're in um and basically everyone's sort of a cult of personality so it's like the head soldier who's like uh played by um what's his name uh yuo sung great acting by the mm-hmm. way yeah like the head of this soldier he's got a bit of cult of personality around himself that's causing yeah. tension between the soldiers and the civilians but then like the head civilian who's like an engineer who is uh basically trying to fix up like the you know keep the energy grid going get clean water like you know get the outside area like so they can use it played by kim shinrock she's got like something weird going on that hasn't been fully yeah i haven't like figured it out like i didn't because she kind of seems like the character that you're supposed to always be wondering if she's a monster or not yeah but then at the end you're kind of like maybe she wasn't supposed to be the monster all along like she's just because like both both the head soldier and the head civilian both have that wonder about them where it's like yeah. are they becoming a monster or are they just going insane in the apocalypse well also it's like is there like a now starting to be an in-between where you're mm. not actually a monster because like he by their test which one of their tests they do is that they cut you and then if you don't heal up really fast you're not a monster he yeah. heals up fast mm-hmm. so he's technically a monster but he never transforms ever yeah or does like he just talks super, to himself? Yeah, he does have he an alter ego. Any, like, yeah, super vicious things. Mm. Like, but she also does. But they also like detect monsters because there's it's like a wild. system there's, that they have. Like, maybe yeah. they do. Maybe they don't. Yeah. Maybe it's all bullshit, and it's just yeah. like they're just Which making shit up. Also a thing. Because I mean, I guess the guy they making all to, of they like don't know. The, the scientist making all of their shit is crazy. No. Yeah and wants to be but also you just monsters. don't know because yeah. like who knows it's still not like it's years after the mm. 
the start of the monsters. It's just kind of like, oh, we're just making shit up as we go. Yep. We couldn't have a detection of monsters, I guess. I guess. But, like, it's, it's so good, though. Yeah. Like, I, I understand why people may not like it from what mm-hmm. we've said before. Mm-hmm. But I think that people should maybe reserve their judgments of it as a whole piece until the final pieces in place which is season three coming out next summer because this is very much a transitional story that's taking you to the actual end of the story Mm -hmm. and i think that people were perhaps expecting it to be its own self-contained story just like season one was but like that's not what was being that's not how these things play out yeah and i don't think it ever said it was going to as well no like, it was that was never promised so, it delivered what it said it was going to deliver which is yeah. the vehicle for season three right yeah because the second and third season were announced at the exact same time exactly. so there was always like yeah a, there's going to be these two but like when season one was first out they did not realize it was going to be as going popular, be popular. As, what, yeah. as it was which is why, like, they left sort of, like, an open ending where if that was all that you got, the end of season one, you're still satisfied yeah. with that ending, right? And it was, like, an open ending because the comic had still stuff to do yeah. with it, you know? So it's yeah. like, okay, well, if it's not... But, like, it, le- it left it open for, like, if, if this becomes popular, we yeah. can make another season. But with this one, since we're assuming the other season's already filmed since two of the main actors are Yeah, it has to be. There's just, like, no way you can uh, do that no, in this amount no of way. months. Yeah. No, no, no. With all those VFX and everything. No, like, yeah, absolutely not. Required, it's just absolutely too much. not. Absolutely not. And also, like, with Netflix, they finish them, like, way yeah. in advance before they air. Like, they're not doing, like, the K-drama thing where you're still filming. I mean, like, honestly, they could have been done it with it before they even started Glory. You know? Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah they're fine. Um... But uh, I I think that perhaps uh, waiting until season three for your final, like doing like a whole, mm-hmm. like a, you know. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, we're definitely in. We're in it for this life. This is just like, right. Yeah. <laughs> I gave like it a so nine out of ten. Life. Like I didn't like it as much as season one because sure. as I said, like this is the transitional mm-hmm. bit, but yeah. I genuinely really liked it. Yeah, like, I, thought I it did great. too. Like I gave it a nine out of ten as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would say that like maybe even like I'm, more like middle between nine and nine and a half i didn't like it as much as season one but i there's also some things that like we were never going to get in this season that i really loved mm-hmm. about season one yeah like i really love like so i'm a prop person by trade like that's my job my professional job and in season one they made a lot of their like weapons and stuff mm-hmm. and so there was a yeah. lot of props that were really really cool and interesting to me you weren't going to get that in no. this season because we're now in established places. There's actual guns, yeah, like people who clutching have like, together trained. weapons. Yeah, like the things that you're gonna make are like tourniquets. You're not going to make yeah. like like you're gonna clutch actual, together outfits yeah. out of things and yeah, you know, like so beds and stuff. It's like, less yeah. exciting. Yeah, that like made it fun. I do think that like being contained in the like the apartment building with like the randomness and the like mm-hmm. just the newness of like I don't know what's going on yeah. was like interesting but like that's not really we're in the middle section like yeah. that's, like the middle that's... sections are kind of like a little draggy you know like it's mm-hmm. not but it doesn't make it bad I still was fully entertained I still fully watched all of it in one go like mm-hmm. 
I, I just, I genuinely liked it. Yeah. Like, I listen, everyone's entitled to their own opinions about mm-hmm. the show. Like, we're not going to tell you you're wrong if you liked it or didn't like it. This is just what we feel um, about the show. And I just feel it was a solid middle to a trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for season three. I, like, solidly, like, think this is one of the best season twos on a, a yeah. K-drama I've like, ever seen. The so. lead, and when I tell you that last episode lead into season three is <laughs> fucking wild, Okay. <laughs> fucking crazy that i'm just like oh shit yeah we're here yeah. oh shit we going hog wild now mm-hmm. okay cool 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 cool, cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Uh, so yeah that was that's that's what we that's what we thought about season oh sweet home season two Woo. sweet home season two i was going season home sweet one sweet <laughs> home season home season, season, two. season home <laughs> sweet one two. uh <laughs> So anyway, thank you for listening to The Hit List. We'll be back next week with a non-Hit List episode, uh, sure. which you can listen to anywhere podcasts can be found. But you can also go to certifiednunas.com, our home on the web, where we have episodes for every single thing we've done, as well as links. If you're looking to find where these shows are, they'll be linked in the episode post uh and also we now are in video on youtube you can go to youtube and search certified noon doesn't find us baby uh and if you're watching this on youtube hi hey what's up hi 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 uh don't forget to like and subscribe smash that like button Okay. Just like we're not with it. No, we can't. For do it. We YouTubers. Can't do it. We can't do it. For YouTubers now. Um yeah, just you know, maybe like maybe leave a comment, you know, maybe tell your friends to come watch our little podcast and we do live streams. And if you want to support this, if you have like a couple extra bucks lying around and you're like, damn, mm. I love what these ladies are up to, you can go to patreon.com slash certified nunas to join the certified found family. There are fan families out there amazing endless kisses rain down from heaven so endless chef's kisses rain down from heaven from me <laughs> to you um the new ones, we love the, the new one is the the cat yeah. art oh yeah uh, like okay, yeah yeah we're anyway i can't do it millennials um, or we're millennials this is how i make cards we're old i don't know how the this this is it. This is it. Oh yeah, okay. that one. That's it. That one, yeah. That's, That's it. it. Yeah. Okay. Listen, okay. we're getting off track. It anyway. Uh, we love you. There you go. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a fantastic evening. Uh, can or fantastic day, week, month, year, whatever it is. Who knows? Holidays. Eh, whatever. But uh, keep in mind, COVID is real bad right now. Even though like real bad. pretend that it's not. So please wear a mask and wash your hands and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. Bye. Bye.